0: Welcome to Hell.
1: Hello and welcome to the Jersey Shore Musicians
0: Podcast.
1: I'm Matt. That's Jeff. I'm way over here. You're way over there. And today we are at Relic Music with Mr. Mike over here.
0: Golf thanks for clap. having me. We could golf
2: club. <laughs> so how I'm, are you doing i'm great
0: thank you guys for coming i appreciate it
1: no thanks for being on the podcast it's great
0: yeah i mean man what a place uh, uh, we'll, we'll have, have to d- do a tour of something so we can sit you show people because sure.
1: yeah at some part i'll, I'll cut in a video of just walking around this place because i
0: remember walking in just being like hmm it is absolutely beautiful. There's, there's like a, there's some gems floating around. Oh here. yeah,
2: I genuinely love coming here every day. Uh, <laughs> got to love where you good. work, which is good because for the first year and a half, I basically slept here. So. <laughs> that's
0: just you get used to your the, business. You got the pretty nature of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is great. Yeah. So you've been open for we were talking about two years, right? Almost two years. So this... where did this idea come from to open up such a? Uh,
1: I don't want to say.
0: It's definitely a musician's eclectic, playground. you have
1: quite a, quite a, a variety. It's very here.
2: curated, and that's kind of by design. Usually we get one of two, and I've said this before, we get one of two reactions when people come in here. It's either, I've never heard of any of this, or holy whatever, I can't believe you guys you could, have yes, you this. You can say holy shit. <laughs> uh, okay, just... Okay, that's You don't got to hold know. nothing back with us. Okay, no, okay. No, sounds, no, no, sounds no, good. good. <laughs> no, it's, um, you know, we have people that have never heard of the stuff we have, and there's people that are like that come all the way from Virginia or Massachusetts or wherever, because we're the only place that you can find stuff, the stuff that we carry. And that's really by design. Because for me, like I've worked in shops before and you go to any shop and for the most part, you see the same stuff. You see the, the legacy brand stuff, which is very cool. Yeah. That's what you're into. And we, and we do some of that, but it's like, for me, I, I want, when I was doing this, I made the conscious decision to have stuff that, Literally nobody else has.
1: You wanted to be that niche.
2: Yeah, of course, absolutely. And I, I was saying before, like my passion for this stuff and my success or failure or wherever it's whatever it's going to be is going to be based on the stuff that I'm passionate about, not necessarily what you know you think is going to sell or whatever. And so far, so good.
1: That's awesome. Because I was telling him on the way here, I was, about a month or two ago, you posted uh, one of those high watt base rigs. Instagram and I was about to get divorced to come up here and come buy it
2: well if you could believe it I shipped that 810 cab all the way out to California oh, and I had God. to do it on a pallet
1: do uh, probably paid a fortune in shipping
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: I mean luckily we have relationships with we had a we had a, I I called it a massive favor for that one uh, shout out to my friends that built guitars for letting me use their FedEx account. Let's just put it that way <laughs> to save uh, to save the guy some serious money. But yeah, stuff like that I, I love doing. You know, and that's what happens when you have really rare, weird, or whatever stuff like we have. It's like we get it from people contact us from everywhere. Like I had a guy reach out to DM me from Singapore asking can you hold one of these pedals that are coming in for like our anniversary party? And I'm like, well, I really can't do that because we're only getting five and the people that are coming here are going to have dibs on stuff like that, you know? Wow.
0: Yeah. That's great. So walking in here, there's definitely a wow factor at Lau. Did you, put all this stuff in in a place to be like okay or did you hire somebody do you to come? want the long version of this or the I, short version uh we got time. yeah we got time okay so we, he when, could edit it when <laughs> i
2: when i decided to open a shop i you know i had you know a grown-up job and everything else and everything was great and i worked in shops ran shops whatever and when i decided to do this i i was like okay like i'm gonna really go for it if you anybody that knows me knows that when i'm into something i'm really into it okay. like i go like full out max effort all that so i looked you know red bank at one point had three thriving music stores and now you know with mom's music closing in 2019 there's really i mean Jax does a little bit here and there but not to the level they used to in terms of just um inventory quantity right um and really the location for me wasn't the biggest in terms of like, what do I think it's gonna? Where do I like? Where's the? Where is it gonna be the best for me to sell stuff? It was like, because really, I can do this almost anywhere. And sometimes, you know, people would rather me be in a strip mall somewhere with a parking lot, you know. But parking here is fine. So uh, you get a I, lot of foot traffic. Yeah. Here. Well, you know, the the interesting thing about and I'll tell you this story later. The the thing that I was really surprised about and I didn't plan for was everything we get from all the bands that tour it and play at Count Basie. Um, I'll tell you a story about how I ran out of Ernie Ball 10s one time and I, for like one or two days, I was the only music store in the whole United States that had zero packs of Ernie Ball 10s because <laughs> I had a tech clean me out of all of them. But so I looked at a couple different spots in Red Bank and um, you know, I was like, should I just do an online thing? But I really, I'm a big brick and mortar guy. I love going to a shop and playing a guitar or playing a pedal and falling in love with it and walking out with it. Like, you can watch all the videos you want on YouTube. You can watch all the Instagram videos. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, especially like with a pedal or with any kind of relationship, I and I've bought plenty of stuff online. I, I like doing that too. But it's like there's something about walking into a place where you can talk to somebody that actually owns the stuff, loves the stuff, and that can tell you about the stuff and even 2 months later when they have it they can say, you know, when I was there you got you were able to make it have this sound I haven't had success doing that. How do I do that? We're big on service here. Okay. You know, everybody that works here is a huge nerd, uh, myself obviously included. So, I found this spot because I was I had a handshake deal in place over on Broad Street all the way qu- towards the corner by where West Front is. But in May of 21, when I was going to go and show – I was showing my cousin the spot, I noticed the street was closed. I didn't know about Broadwalk. So every between May and, and the September, they close all of Broad Street – to have the restaurants in the streets and everything else, which I think is wonderful for the restaurants, but I was like, I can't sell heavy guitars and amps and have no way of people to get getting here. Yeah. I was gonna buy
1: it and no, walk it three blocks of down the road. Yeah. And
2: how was I gonna handle shipping and stuff like that? There was, mm-hmm. no, there was no way for me to physically have that space and it was beautiful. So I remember I was sitting across the street and I was, me and, and my cousin were eating lunch and I looked in the window here and there was a for lease sign so, I had my realtor show it to me. a lot of the cool stuff in here, a lot of the architecture was kind of done already, so I leaned into it, finished the build out to kind of lean into what was here, like the columns and stuff, and really just you know I mean,
1: it's it's a it's a beautiful shop thank you it really is. thank you
2: and it's all for me, no detail is too small, so I wish I could take a hundred percent of the credit i mean all the colors and 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 all that like i I did, but like you know things like these arches these columns here you know we just painted and you know i leaned into it by doing the guitar frames in the gallery there but stuff like like stupid stuff that i i probably don't need to do that i like to do is i coffee stain every one of the tags and okay. we stamped them just like you know
0: your like, they, touch, like it yeah. was like from the 60s and all, it just sat de- there forever. Exactly. yeah it's cool like that that's yeah.
2: what you're saying before too
1: like yeah you can go to like a sweet water or something mm-hmm. like that and get a good deal but like to me, at least as a musician, nothing beats going in and sitting in a music store and actually getting to like sit down and play a guitar.
0: Well, the instrument will talk to you. Yeah, well, like yeah, I'm, I'm a saying, big you believer buy that.
1: If you never played sure. it, you don't know if you could pick it up and hate it.
2: There's a whole discussion now in our industry circle and revolving around the um, extinction or possible extinction or lesser um, prominence of the brick and mortar music store. And I really believe that it's – there is – that is happening because, I mean, let's face it. You guys are all musicians, right? How many positive experiences have you had walking into a shop where nobody knows anything, nobody wants to help you, you ask a question, nobody knows? So, like –
1: A lot of the shops that I used to go to that, you know, that knew things, they're not there. They're not there
2: anymore. they're all closed. It's impossible. (laughs) It's impossible because you have these big box stores – that, you know, they don't pay well, right? They hire, they might hire somebody that just likes to play, but they don't know how the MIDI works on like a Chase Bliss pedal, or, you know, they don't know what's, you know, what the best reverb is for the kind of music that you're going to play. They don't know what a fingerboard radius is a lot of the times, you know? And this, I'm just speaking from experience, no disrespect, obviously, but it's like, I totally... I've listened. I listened to a podcast, pedal podcast about this, and I I was like, I think these guys are onto something because, like for me, what's really important for me here is that like I'm always going to be here on the floor, in the vicinity of customers to help them, instead of just being in the back doing spreadsheets, doing ordering. Yeah. Like I could do that stuff at, at night in my house. Mm-hmm. You
1: have, you have the passion that you know you want your customers oh. to come in here. Have an experience 100, not just come in here to buy a
0: guitar that and be able to help them. Yes. which it's not just a normal, I'm uh, gonna say, bigger store with like you know, salesmen. Well, that turns it's into how the, I went to this
1: place to buy a guitar, is into you got to go check this place out. I went in there, these dudes to help me out. They did this. They I did that, genuinely, this.
2: just genuinely, genuinely love it. Like, people ask me, How did you do this? There's no, I just love it. That's it. There's no secret. Like, I'm just super into all this stuff and I don't I wish I had another I wish I had like secret sauce just yeah. I just love it and that's yeah. it well,
1: that, well, maybe, that since, is a secret sauce maybe, that you love it especially you know? since COVID though touching on what you were talking about the br- the whole downfall of the brick and mortar that's it's literally everywhere yeah it's not just music stores It's all you gotta do is go into yeah, the know, mall Amazon and- Amazon is putting everyone out Business, I heard. Wise.
2: I heard that they're actually they actually might be in some trouble for monopoly stuff right now. I, oh, think, I, can the, see I that. think the government's looking into that, but we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'm focused on my little corner of the world here,
0: <laughs> and it's a very small corner right now yes. because it's getting smaller and smaller for us Absolutely. all around. Whether it's
1: the, the world needs more people like you that have that passion, and like you said, you don't like, you don't you don't want people to just come here and buy something. You want them to come in and learn, and, and to be an experience for them.
2: Well, especially we'll especially like for stuff that we spec out. Like I have an idea for a build and I work with these companies like Built, like Frank Brothers, like Dunable, where it's like I get an idea and they're so willing to work with you on all this stuff. So it takes, you know, the building, the, build the specing process takes what it takes. Sometimes it comes to me quickly. Sometimes I'm like thinking about it for two or three months. Like what, this is a cool finish and these are, you know, this is a cool neck profile and it goes together, especially with this type of wood. What pickup should we put in it? Should we put a trim? Should we not put a trim? Do we age the hardware? Do we not age the hardware? And wow. then by the time it, it all of that gets done and it gets here and somebody comes in and looks at it or plays it or touches it or sees it on the web or Instagram or wherever, and they take it home. It, it, it feels way better than ordering something out of a catalog as good as it feels to have somebody come in and get their first guitar that's in the four or 500 range and have them get started to have them come back and pick something out that we spec out so there's the, one of a kind. they're the yeah. only one that has that exact guitar yeah. I mean well I mean let's
0: be honest though all the ones that you spec out how many really go on the wall
2: um, well,
0: like there's said, definitely a little attachment there, it's sure, like you're talking
2: about a child right here for sure. I've, um, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I haven't taken <laughs> some home myself, <laughs> but god, wow, this
0: came out better than I imagined. This is going back in the box like, and going in my
2: car. Some of the some, some I ordered specifically for myself, some I spec'd out because I thought they would be awesome, and they're really awesome, <laughs> you know. Part yeah, of it. I gotta have that one too. To yeah, it happens. It's part of it. You know, you gotta have your toys and your fun too. Well, so. the, the, the great cool. thing is, you know, I have a built in reason. Well, I have to have, I have to own one of these so I can tell the customers yeah. like oh, what it's all about. It's research. It's research.
0: It's research. research. Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> you got I know, it.
1: Uh, I was uh, checking out the, I think it's the Dunnable that Chuck got.
2: Mm-hmm. I, that
1: I was a monster. Yep.
2: That's when we spec'd out together. He had some ideas. I kind of helped him along with it. And, um, it's a monster. Oh, it he, sounds great. Sasha builds an incredible guitar. We've been doing... You know, we he was one of the first builders we worked with. I remember seeing his stuff at NAMM in 2019 and falling absolutely in love with it and saying this guy is going to be like... Especially in the aggressive music community, everything from like punk to doom, doom metal, stone metal, like like thrash. And even like we've sold his guitars to like blues guys, you know, like. but he builds such a great guitar. And to have something that's like a one-off like that, that's only... I say only. I mean, you know, for two thousand to three thousand is a lot of money, but not for something that's that's custom. That's custom, the level of quality that it is, and you're literally the only one in the world that has that guitar. Yeah. Oh, that's really yeah, cool. Every piece of that guitar. Yeah. Yep, it's awesome. And you know, I have to say, they're these these companies I work with, they're amazing. Like, I have the they have the craziest I have the craziest ideas. My customers have the craziest ideas. And like, yeah, yeah, we can we can, we can do that. And then it shows up, and I'm like, like we had a, one of my good friends did he did a a built a custom built as a tribute to his grandfather, and he sent them um, a birthday card that his grandfather signed with his initials, and they took his grandfather's handwriting and did an exact replica of the, his grandfather's handwriting, his initials on the 12th fret. They inlaid it. Oh, 13th. that's really cool. You know what I mean? They, yeah. So like that kind of level of stuff that you cannot get.
0: From like a big box manufacturer, yeah, one hundred
1: percent.
0: You know, but you do have some big box manufacturers sure. here, so it's Absolutely. not just that. So, no, I know we were talking you can't, about you guitars. Can't yourself, you know? No, yeah. you cannot. But
2: Look, I, I have a th- I have a thing where I talked about curated, right? I'm not going to have five options for the first guitar. I'm going to have two to three of what I think, in my years of experience and build quality, you know, what I think are the best. Huh. I would rather just narrow it down and say this Dan Electro for $450 or 460 is better than anything you can get in that price point because it's made in Korea, build quality is fantastic, the pickups sound fantastic, they're using real rosewood on the fingerboard, not Pau or Laurel or who knows what. And, you know, as an added bonus, I tell people the original factory was also here in Red Bank. So, and, and one of my guys, Matt, he had an extensive collection of vintage Danos that were built here and the new ones are built better. Okay. They're the build quality them is off the charts for that kind of money. So we do really well with them, you know, and I, and I, like I said, I, I'm
0: a, I'm a big fan of theirs. Sorry. It's okay, and sneeze <laughs> it <happens. laughs> It's all good. It's the uh, the cedar in here. That just makes me feel like do I'm, I have cedar in here I don't probably so <laughs> we'll go with that. It's the cedar <laughs> but, somewhere uh, but okay, so we, we're talking about guitars and I'm a guitar player, so mm-hmm. I got it and I, I like guitars too. I'm really an amp guy. Me too. So when I walked in here and I, I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, well, we got some, there's some orange things over here, mm-hmm. some nice checkered boxes, and well, we got some standard Marshalls. Hi Watt. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, man, you, you hear about Hi Watts and then they're like kind of trailed away and, and it kind of seemed like they're coming
2: back. Like, So I am, Hi Watt is my favorite amp brand. I use them myself in every band that, like every band I've really been in. I've had, I have a 71 custom 100 that looks, has zero mods, still has the original bulging cord that when I got it on eBay, it came from like Bulgaria or someplace crazy and like a wooden crate. Cause when I was going to buy one, I wanted one with zero mods, still had English mullards in it. I wanted it to be like exactly like it was. Okay. When it stepped yeah, off the, it fa- came out the box yeah. exactly not condition wise. I didn't care if there was a rip in the Tolex or anything like that But the guts had to be right. So we were talking before we started about Dennis I I got I had a 24-hour window to approve this thing and it still had the European cord So I'm like how the hell am I gonna plug this in? So I took it to him. He put it on the bench perfect so i was like all right how am i gonna play it he lopped off the bulging side of the power cord (laughs) and soldered it to the u.s side so every gig i played i was like if i forget a guitar that's fine i cannot lose this cable if i lose this cable i will never be able to use this amp again now i have a couple others that um some some companies make but i i'll say i'll say this um the new stewards of the brand are building them to the exact same spec of dave reeves and harry joyce they sound incredible and they're doing new takes on that DR circuit. Like um, this custom 20 here mm-hmm. is a 20 watt point to point wired. And show. You can actually get it to break up nice at lower volumes when you crank the gain. Because the 50s and 100s, I mean, they're designed for clean headroom. They also make a new custom 88, which is really cool for bass because it's like a DR 10300 watt, but instead of four EL 34s, it's two KT 88s. Okay. I was the only one in the united states that had one of those and that i got it like i don't know a month ago and it went like the same week it came in um and then the new super high is like one of the best high gain amps i've ever heard but we also do really cool amp companies like benson Uh, cutthroat audio is another one that i absolutely love uh ron um he builds an incredible amp he has a couple that um are really impressive uh, one of my favorites that he makes is called a Down Brownie, which is like a brown deluxe circuit and a JMP that you can combine
0: Ooh. and
2: mix the channels and stuff like that. He's got different mods he does to it. So it's not just like.
0: Here you go. Princeton. It's like this. He, yeah. You he, a couple options. He's a,
2: he, right. He's somebody that's like, and you talk to him and he's got a real passion for it. The same way I talk about. You know, pedals and spec and guitars. He talks about the amps that he builds. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, you know, that kind of thing. I like working with people like that, that are, you know, smaller companies that have a genuine love for what they're doing, just like I have a genuine love for what I'm doing.
0: Nice. Now, is there anything that is like, you know, uh, vintage in here or on consignment? Sure. Do you do sure. We do consignment. We, we
2: do consignment. And I tell people all the time the, the other approach I've taken to this is trying to be the first music store with a hundred percent transparency where I'm just like not trying to like rob people. If they bring Mm -hmm. you stuff in here and give them like 30 or 40% of what that's a breath of fresh air. But yeah, (laughs) I believe in karma, man. Yeah. Right. But I will say this, like we've had, you know, widowers come in here with collections of really crazy stuff that I'm like, thank God you came in here and you didn't go somewhere else. Because somebody would have robbed you, right? Oh, yeah, uh, right. That happens and, all the time. and you know, um, so I tell people all the time if you're not in a rush for the money, consignment's better because we sell this stuff pretty quick, the split is a lot better in the customer favor. And um, as far as vintage stuff goes, we have a few pieces, but I have like four or five customers that when something like really crazy comes in, and it'll never see the wall, I'll just wow. go down the list, yeah. you know,
1: it's like that rick up there
2: yeah so that one's that one is like i actually had a forty eighty, which is a double neck okay one of only 200 made super rare um yeah i had a bunch of stuff like that random stuff come in and usually i just you know look it's like anything else you know um you're into this stuff you attract other people that are into this stuff and it's a circle it's a small it's a really small world that's
1: like my be all end all is like like i want a 70 or an 80s
2: you know rick that's yeah
1: it's like my holy grail.
2: That's a rare one, no binding, and it's this, the rounder, the rounder sides, but you don't really see. It's calling to me. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez,
0: here we go. And I the truss
2: rods are good. We checked them out.
0: So. Ah, see there you go. Yeah. See, it's actually nice to with hear Sassman. that. Well, I, I, will,
2: <laughs> I will say this that I that's one legacy brand that I'm head over heels in love with. I love Rickenbackers. When you get a good one, there's like nothing else, okay. nothing else like. it. I mean, yeah, that's I, true. Yeah, they're Fantastic. so different. They're so different. And they had the whole, you know, supply and demand thing down. They make X amount of guitars. I remember I ordered one in 2001, and it took six months. Wow. In 2001, when, like, every every other company is like, oh, yeah, I have, like, 600 of those in stock. I'll send you yeah. one. <laughs> no you know problem. what I mean? Now, like, the, the crazy thing is, like, when I opened this place, it was, like, right at the... I knew supply chain was bad. I had no idea how bad. Oh, yeah. That was the biggest challenge because... I still have stuff I ordered before I opened that we haven't gotten yet, oh
0: wow, wow, yep, I thought it was hard to get tubes, yeah,
1: well you you kind of mentioned it before like i am real into like uh doom mm-hmm. you know stoner rock and stuff like that, and you don't, you don't get much better than that for 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 what I'm trying to achieve
2: no, no, I mean again, even you know those two r two bases we have up there those are uh, those are his de line which are made in Korea which are fantastic, and they're like in the low, like I think 12, 1300 range, incredible instruments. They still use his pickups, they're built really well. And even his full custom stuff, like I have a bass six that I did at his, I own one of his bass sixes that I didn't spec out for myself, but then it shows up, and that's going back Bye. to what we said before. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. It doesn't make it. <laughs> um, but everything we've gotten from him has been has been incredible. And with him, like, like anything else, you can go as crazy as you want, you know. His finish work is outstanding. The the instrument's usually very lightweight. You know, he uses really, really good wood. And um, he's, again, just really fun to work with.
1: I don't know if you ever looked into him, but uh, Kiesel, their finishes are Mm -hmm. out of this world. Yeah,
2: I think the one thing we're missing here, as far as that goes, is we don't really have a high performance line. Like, we don't really sell many shred sticks, you know, like with compound radiuses and, and things like that. Which is like, it's like drums. Like I'm looking into that stuff, but it's like,
0: yeah, there's so much, there's so many
2: hours. There's only so many hours in the day, and I'll get to that eventually. But for right now, I'm just like, all right. Like I said, I'm still new. We're still new. Just trying to get everything moving in the right direction, and then you seem to be doing pretty good. With yeah, I man. thank and you. And it
0: looks gorgeous in here. Like thank I would highly recommend everybody. I mean, just come Very in welcome. here. Just to buy strings, come in and see everything. I guarantee you're going to sit down and play something because I want to like actually sit and play everything in here right now. You're always welcome. Again, like I said, it's um,
2: I don't um, I'm, we tr- we try to be very friendly. We don't like. I mean, I I can count on one hand, like I said before, how many shops I've walked into where I've had somewhat positive experiences. We went into this. I think I I tell this story all the time, but um, we went into a big box store, and buddy of mine, and I one time and uh, he was just looking for like a really really lousy um distortion pedal to use. I think I told the story in the last podcast I did so if it's repetitive I do apologize but different audiences so maybe you'll they'll appreciate it. Well, you know, you know guys know how it is. You're like bored one day as when you're younger, you go to all the music stores, let's see what they have. Let's check it. Yeah. You know. So there was this really old um dan electro grilled cheese hold the onions distortion pedal that's when they had those they were in the plastic boxes They were really really janky for lack of a better term so he that's exactly what he was looking for so he's like playing it and it sounded god awful and and like the slick sales guy comes over he's like sounds great doesn't it my my friend looks him in the eye and goes no i'll take it (laughs) no i'll take (laughs) it you yeah. oh, it's perfect. Yep, exactly. That's great. So, I mean, again, we try to just, like, we like to have conversations, you know, where like I said, we just, like, I didn't, I, I have guys come in here, like, how do you do that? How'd you do this? Like, if I op- if I wanted to do a business to make money, I would have opened a different business. True. But this is, like, what I love. So this is what I'm doing. That's it.
1: Yeah, well, the way you're doing it, though, is like, you're you're creating that return customer. Because when they yeah. come in here, they're not going to want to go to another. Oh,
2: well, that's the goal, right? That's the hope is that you, you build, we talked about building a community where, you know, people, they, and the support I have from my regulars and just like, it's hard not to have, like, I still don't believe that I did this. It's still totally crazy to me. Like I still walk in here and I don't believe that it's mine and that I did it. It's just so odd, you know, (laughs) just real talk. Like you, you know, you have this level of imposter syndrome, like, holy crap, like, look at, the, like, look what we did, you know? God, you be proud looks, of that, man. Yeah, for sure. it's great. For sure. I, again, I, um, and my staff is amazing. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do it without them. They're really wonderful. Um, and it's just been, it's been great so far. Like I, I tell people, you know, you do this cause you love it. And if you're fortunate, you get to feed yourself and keep the roof over your head, yep. you know? Yeah. That's, uh, that's
0: one way to so I I do see a big what is that is that like a, uh, um, a china closet full of
2: pedals right there that we we can't really talk about that right oh you're talking about that one yeah I thought you were talking about the display cabinet no no, no, we, no. We we it's do, like a china closet yeah we, like, we have that's really we cool. have four pedal cases right now um, we have more coming but you know the like I I add a lot of brands and I we work with a lot of brands like we're one of only two Chase Bliss dealers in the country now but stuff like We do have a great relationship with Caroline Guitar Company. I've known Philippe for since like the early 2010, 2011, maybe 2012. I forget exactly when. But um, we do a lot with electronic audio experiments and old blood noise and Fairfield circuitry and mask audio and jam pedals out of Greece and life is unfair out of England and a lot of companies that like were the only ones to do this stuff. And how'd you find this? Well, because I, I bought them when I, when I was just using them and I love them. That's, that's how, that's the only, that's like, that's it, wow. you know? And I love doing exclusives. Like I'll do exclusive colorways with companies. Okay. Limited batches. So, um, it's just fun. And, you know, when I'm, when I was, when I was, when I am buying pedals, if it's, looks different than everybody else's, sure. Why not? <laughs> you why know, not?
0: It's cool. It's, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. That is great. So, all right. So now that you have, you know, you have the store and everything, the clientele, all right, let's take the pros mm-hmm. or, and even guys playing. How are the young, younger generation, I guess I would say, like, all right, we all grew up, and sure. man, it was a music store. Like we're yeah. gonna go. I want to go play this guitar. I want to save up. I want to buy it mm-hmm. Les Paul. What are these kids now when they come in? Is it very? Is it exciting to them? Is it just like a? Oh, I think well, this so. is no different than. I
2: think so. We have we have quite a few, regulars that came in that might not have even known what a pedal was okay and now like i've done pedal boards for them with like six pedals on it they're just doing deep dives on it and
0: just really so you'll you'll help organize pedal boards. i do pedal board builds all the time okay so that's good to know because i I know a couple people that should probably come to you because yeah i've done I i do everything from
2: a simple setup to midi switching systems to just regular true bypass loopers I have a bunch of different pedal pedals and pedal board brands and power supplies I carry here. I hmm. wire them up. I go everything soup to nuts. Okay. I'll help you if you have pedals already. I'll do that. I'll wire it up for you if you don't. Like we'll build it together, you know. But so I that's I, like a
0: full service thing. Like one hundred percent. I do.
2: I probably do two to three a week as far as pedal board wiring and builds here. Okay. Sometimes well, on cool. average, sometimes I have none in a week, and sometimes I have like eight. Okay. But on average, like I'm always, and I do, and I mean, I try to do all of them just because it's a good distraction from my responsibilities. Oh, well, there the you stuff go. I'm supposed yeah. be doing. and you enjoy doing <laughs> and it. And so it's, it's like, like oh, I wonder how, how this would be. It's it's funny to me how it's like torture for some people to painstakingly, you know, run the run wires the and all that. I love it. Well, that's okay. Because uh, on
1: the way here, we were talking. Uh, you know the band Baroness. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to explain to him but like the just the. Sheer craziness oh, yeah. of their pedal setups. Like they play like twenty to thirty yeah. pedals
0: each. Way mm-hmm. yeah. too many. <laughs> I'm one of those guys though. I'm a purist. Give me a Marshall and a Les Paul. And That's I'm okay. fine. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like yeah, you're clean I, and you're dirty. And yeah. I used to be the
2: same. Like when that Fender Tone Master t- series came out, I'm like, like, but I'm like, okay, let me think about this. If you're in a bar band. And you're going to play for a bunch of people that are, that could give two, you know, what's about what your guitar sound sounds like. And you're just going there to, it's a gig. It's mm-hmm. a paying gig. Yeah. You're playing covers for three hours in a bar here in the summertime where people just want to go and drink and dance and hear the vocals and the drums. Why would you bring out one of your nice amps to run the risk of getting beer spilled true. on it? This is it's true. a tool. Yeah. Yeah. Just like for me, like and I used to be the same way. Like if I if I go, went and saw a band that didn't have pedals, I'm like, what are they doing? But it's like there's there's room for everything. Everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody has a different setup. Everybody has a different sound. Our goal here is to not judge, but to help somebody achieve achieve their... the mm-hmm. best they possibly can without within their within their budget. Yeah. Right?
0: No, oh, absolutely. And you got a nice selection for that. So I mean, you're doing a great job. I mean. I and keep and looking things, around. I'm like, pedals, Man.
1: too. you don't have like, you know, your normal run of the mill pedals. You have a lot of like really custom boutique style pedals. Yeah. No, I
2: definitely, like I said, I have some that you can't find literally anywhere else in yeah, the United it's States. so cool. And then I, I do have Electro Harmonics and I have MXR because I do, I, I also like that stuff. Yeah. You know, some of them are I like, false like true. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I carry what I like okay. at the end of the day that's great i mean you also carry
1: what you know is not a piece of crap
0: well that's exactly
2: the whole thing again it's very curated like i stand behind it i wouldn't sell something to somebody that i wouldn't even if i wouldn't use it personally i would. i know that it'll be good for them Mm -hmm. like
1: you don't want them to to
2: regret their decision and buying it absolutely not yeah
0: Yeah.
2: and that's you know again it goes back to the whole service thing it's
0: that's what we're all about here yeah so now are you like open 24/7? Well the web our website <laughs> is and I'm, one thing
2: I have to get better at is like I have a sl- and I shouldn't even say this because I know this is going to just cause problems for me but I have a slight OCD where if I see notifications on my phone I can't see those little numbers like it has to the red dots have, the to, red wow. dots Same have way. to go Same way. like so if I get an email Like, I could wake up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, and I'll look at my phone to see what time it is, and I have, like, three emails, I'm like, well, let me see what these are. It's so
0: bad. It's horrible. So, everybody start emailing at, like, two in the morning.
2: (laughs) I only now, I only now, in the last, like, month, put my phone on Do Not Disturb when I go to sleep, because it it got to the point where, like, I just wanted to, I was just, like, working nonstop, because, like, I'm like... Well, let me answer these reverb questions, and let me answer these emails. And sometimes you got to turn it off. Of course, and I was, you know, it's it was a disservice not only to me, but it sets a bad example because I don't want the customers thinking that if they email me and if I'm somewhere else, that they're gonna get they're always gonna get a response in the middle of the night. Also, they must have thought I was a freaking weirdo. Like, why is this person emailing me at three (laughs) twenty three in the morning?
0: Because you had to pee. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You just got lucky, dude. I did not. Yeah, no, I
2: didn't. I didn't preface the email by saying you're in luck. I had to use the bathroom, so here this is the answer to your question.
0: Hey, you're in luck. I just got up. (laughs) Yeah,
2: no, it's just it's um the we we're open. We altered our hours in in the last year based on what the town was doing. Right. Okay. I'm a big believer in quality of life. I want my staff to have a good quality of life you know i don't i'm not open past six o'clock so basically our hours are monday through saturday 11 to 6 but i do have additional hours offered by appointment so okay if you come to me and say i really want to try out this high watt but i work i can't get to you can we do it 10 30 at night on tuesday absolutely you know so Damn. i'm a big fan of the private shopping experience mm-hmm. because and i have a lot of customers that are as well. So like I will open early for them. I will stay open late for them. I've never gotten stood up, knock on wood, you know, the the people that make the appointments stick by them. And, um, I find that, you know, that happened during COVID when I, I, you know, you had a one at a time things because of social distancing. Mm. I was like, people really do like this. So we're not open on Sundays anymore because I, we were open on Sundays for a little bit, but I, again, like I really feel like it's important for my staff, especially, to have one weekend day off, yeah. where they don't have to. They can spend time with They're their the family rest, yeah. or yeah. whatever,
0: right? Recharge.
2: I'll usually come in and just you know make sure the store didn't burn down or whatever for a couple minutes, and and then I'll I'll be on my way. But it's um, I I you know it's important for me to, and it also like you know at night is when people play in bands, so like I'm not gonna stay open until nine o'clock at night when my staff plays in bands and they have shows yeah
0: yeah. and really uh, you have to be an idiot to come last second to be like oh man i broke this you know like and
2: again like i said i'm the thing i stress to people is we can be open whenever you want you just tell me if you want to come in and buy something or you want to come in and try something and we're not open when you just tell me when and i'll be here Mm -hmm. that's that's
0: wow that is definitely uh, service of service
1: one of a kind i've never heard anybody else
0: doing that <laughs> i know right exactly I we
1: couldn't get up here because we both work and then you're like oh i close at six i'm like we can't get up there It's like seven ish and you're like yeah no Dude, problem my I'll my out.
0: pleasure it's oh, a piece of yeah. cake so what's next for you you have this great story have great product you have a great service well i'm, I'm what's what's your what will let's break the glass ceiling
1: <sighs> we didn't even touch yet on the show he has shows here
0: Yes. Ooh, wait we can get didn't to that i know too. this yeah
2: no we've we we try i try to do one event a month but and it's always free i've done a couple shows for people where the the promoters have charged and it's set a, set in advance but when i book a show here i like to do all the i like to have all the shows be free so that i stress to people buy the band's merch that's where they make their money don't pay anything to come in here buy the records buy the shirts support the bands yeah put the money in the artists pockets right um you know i've done like we did a synth demo here with synth demo night with korg here we've done um you know we did a chase bliss night here where those guys all came from minneapolis and we did a whole night with them a big panel discussion demos and all that stuff I had a big anniversary party last year where I had like eight or nine vendors from across the country here oh, with wow. tables. I'm having that, my second birthday party here, October 21st, same thing. I have, you know, Chase Bliss, Caroline, Old Blood, Electronic Audio Experiments, Ashley Music Tools, a Mask Audio, Fuzzrocious, Tomcat, a bunch of companies coming here, setting up tables with pedal boards, headphones, so you can check that out. And then we give each of the companies a half hour on an amplifier to do like a quick Q&A with the audience this is what it sounds like on an amp i think oh, it's wow. important for the for the cuz i i'm friends with all these builders just organically from buying all their pedals before when they were mm-hmm. you know a smaller operations or whatever right i think talking to the person who makes the stuff builds a kind of relationship and trust that like you can get from a store but you really can't you know it's so um, that's part of the reason. And then we're doing a show here at night, which is always cool. Um, one of my highlights of being here is like, it's kind of a crazy story, but like Hum is one of my all-time favorite bands. <laughs> and to ha- I had Matt Talbot, the singer, play a show here oh, wow. a few months ago, which was like, he was amazing. Wow, that's yeah, cool. So, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And for me, like, I tell people all the time, like, you would prefer an astronaut is what got me into guitar sound. If I don't get into guitar sound listening to that record... I don't open the store. This store doesn't exist. And yeah. to have the guy here, yeah, that's cool. Playing here. For it all yeah, it was wild. That is that's pretty, pretty cool. Full circle, right there. Yes, yes. So I feel like the shows are important, especially because, um, you know, in Monmouth County, especially, you know, I grew up going, like, playing and going to basement shows in New Brunswick, where it was all ages. You know, um, and when I was doing it, when I was playing and going the shows there, they were usually dry. No alcohol because that's, you know, the quickest way to get a spot shut down is to have a yeah. bunch of beer involved. And now it's to the point now where, yeah, they still have shows in New Brunswick, but doing, you don't can't give an address anymore. You have to have a name for the house and you have to ask where the house is because,
0: mm. you know, Fire, it turned say, into you know, that. They they or- right,
2: exactly. Oh. They tur- it turned into that. But um, there is a big lack of all ages, you know, venues here in Monmouth County. And for me to be able to do a show here once a month where it's free. And you can be five or six years old, and come here and listen and enjoy. You know, I I'm I'm big on that. I used to go to like backyard shows in Tom's River when I grew up in Jackson, right. just stuff like that. Well, we
1: say it all the time. If you, you know, you're here in Monmouth County, but name one venue in Ocean County.
2: Is this like a rhetorical question? I mean, really try? Yeah, try, like really try, like now, like, like not actual, back then, an now. Venue. Okay, hold on.
1: I mean, that still exists, of course. Yeah. Because there is none.
2: Yeah, I don't think there is. No, there are none, okay. none, none. that I could think of. Sandy I mean, there's took places, out the last remnants. There's <laughs> bars that do open mic, but I would not classify them. As no, venues. but like there's you got guys...
1: bars that have like a small stage that'll let bands play, but there's no, there's no place. Well, let's take it even close. further. God. Let's, put, let's take it
2: even further. And the places that do, it's all covers. Oh well, yeah. Like yeah, the man. bars in, in in the summertime, they'll have cover bands every night of the weekend, but they're not going to book an original band oh, man, no, because. That's not what it's for. And that's
1: why we love our, our sponsor, sponsor, of Firing, because they they gave us the reins, and you know we we put we put two shows on there. Oh, this that's a, that's a brewery that you guys yeah, do shows Amount, with. Yeah, down in of Cool. Tell, tell
2: me about that. I'm, I've never heard of it.
1: It's a it's a small brewery. It started out with just two guys, and then it, I mean, phenomenal beer. Nice. Great beer. Yeah. And they have a little outside beer garden area with a little wood deck stage. Very cool. And you know they they love music, and I went to them the one day because I used to go there just just to drink beer. I had my 40th mm-hmm. birthday there, and I was like. You know, I have a music podcast. what would you guys think about uh, me doing like you know or artist showcases and just bring it in like on a Sunday afternoon we'll do like three or four bands throughout the afternoon and they're like we love it and that's
2: like, what well, it's well, all how about, do you
0: want man. me to
1: run this and they're like that's that's what all about. I love have it. Fun.
2: Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, they used to do shows at, at the brewery in AP, but they stopped doing that quite a while ago. And even that, again,
1: Red Tank was doing them for a while, but mm-hmm. even they scaled back considerably. Yeah,
2: I wish I can. I get I get so many emails from bands asking to play here, and I wish I, I just don't have the bandwidth to do more than one a month because, like I said, I'm I'm I only have in the last six months been able to. I don't want to say slow down because it's I haven't, but like not work 18 hours a day on this. So like for me, all the shows with the exception of one that we had to reschedule twice, they're all on Saturdays because we're closed on Sunday, you know, and it's like once a month because it's all the bandwidth I can handle to do that. I would love to be able to do it more, but I just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm not at the point now where I'm not at the point yet where I can, I trust anybody else besides me to be here, no, I don't want to. I don't want to put that responsibility on anybody else. It's not yeah. fair, right? So
1: I'll put you on the spot, but maybe sometime in the future we should collaborate. Absolutely, form like Voltron and come together and you know put something together because to <laughs> we have an army of bands mm-hmm. that we've worked with. You know, we have tons and tons of bands
0: that hopefully they all come here and buy their next piece of gear. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, the that, whole point. Yeah, I mean, it's that's awesome. I just you know, I
2: just want to spread the word and have people come out and check it out. You yeah, know absolutely. what I mean? So we'd I'm love not...
1: to bring people here to support your business too, and then at the same time. Do, as we said before we we're, we're trying to build a community and, and and spread it out and bring all these bands together cuz we tell we tell every band that comes on our podcast it's like yeah you're coming on our podcast and you're going to have an episode but every time you share your episode mm-hmm. you're sharing and bringing them to every other band that we've had on in the past you know so it's, it's that's how you build if everybody's doing it everybody's going to get seen by everybody's fans yeah. and that's that's how it grows organically
0: absolutely Right over there? Yeah, I'm still just looking around, like, trying to figure out what I could, what I could buy without... So, you're the, an, an amp guy. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What's your favorite? Give me, like, two or three favorites. Okay. I we're going gonna gonna to talk about some nerd shit. you I, 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 I <laughs> definitely
1: going to go with the Jubilee.
0: Well, I like that because that's what I play, but if I'm going to go by build or just in general, what I like? If you, if you had... If you can buy any amp right now to add to your collection... I'd probably get like a nice, uh, like a Reverb Deluxe or something. Okay. I have a seventy-two Super Lead. Nice. Um, is it a Jubilee. fifty or a hundred? Hundred. Nice. Uh, the Jubilee, which is now my mainstay. Oh, we were talking about like, what are you gonna do? Bring this out? Like, oh yeah, man, of I brought that out. I brought it out f- in the rain. It played out in a farm doing a Christmas What's band, the and the I'm like, who cares? It it's raining. Know, I'm gonna fix I, I it. Say,
2: I say that all the time. Like for me, it's like you have this stuff because. Like I, it's a privilege for me to have to own this amp to be able to bring it out and play it yeah. out and and sh- and just listen to it and enjoy it. Exactly. You, know? you want I to feel in his that position
1: thing. If, it, if he breaks it, all he's got to do is bring it in. <laughs> please, please don't
2: say I don't want to break my high walk. <laughs> no, please. don't do that. No, but at least he, has, he yeah. doesn't have to
1: pay anybody to fix it. Yeah. Well, well
2: no, no still I, I pay would not, for parts. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to put my hands in an amplifier. Guitar, fine amplifier. <laughs> uh, you know, I I will I won't I have I'll much.
1: I'll tell you, I go, Jeff. I broke it. Again. Much too oh. much respect
2: for the uh, the amplifier for me to yeah. put my hands in there. That's for sure. I will say that um, part of the reason I don't sell tubes here is because in the past You're when I inter- worked <laughs> at shops where I've done, it's like these aren't light bulbs, guys. Yeah. Like they're not. If the, most amps aren't self biasing, you can't no. just take out power tubes and put power really. tubes in and expect it to work <laughs> right. I think it was
1: like ten years ago. I had. Uh, Old, one of the old earth amps. Oh so God, it sick! I wanted I to kill to him, you. He opens it up. He's like, "You motherfucker!" He's like, "You almost killed me." He's like, "I opened up the back of this thing and just got blasted in the face with asbestos."
0: Oh yeah, those God. were made with asbestos on the inside, and I didn't amazing. think it was an old one, original one. That's Jeez. how well kept like, it was. I
1: never working on that thing.
0: Ever. <laughs> like, sell this mackerel. thing. That's
2: amazing. It sounded amazing. Though. Well, it's this great. isn't this isn't mine. I heard this from a uh, from one of my from one of my um, friends reps in the past, but they and I, I like to use this. He said guitars make you look good, amps make you sound good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I I in my collection I'm missing some some uh very early Fenders, you okay. know, so. But I don't know if I would ever. I'm just I'm a Marshall guy. Yeah. So, I hand-built my Okay, so my main amp that I use in the studio, I built a JCM 800 Nice. With Two electronic components, and it's a switch over to a Fender Basement Clean Channel. Beautiful. So after that, what else do you need? High watt one hundred. Oh well, yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. i definitely. It's. I like the way they look. <laughs>
1: There's the
2: salesman. And I was like, I don't know no, that. I'm <laughs> just. I'm literally just. I'm just like. I just love those amps. That's yeah. you know.
1: Like I said, when I saw that that bass rig on Instagram, I, I was tempted to drive Ropier here immediately.
2: Oh, that yeah, with the emperor cab, right? Oh, yeah. By the way, I shipped that out to to a guy out in Portland, Oregon. UPS lost it. I'm in a huge. How do you lose a hundred and thirteen pound box that's thirty six oh by thirty six like, by twenty like four?
0: Friger- Somebody opened it up like, oh, this is mine. <laughs>
2: so it's like a small refrigerator. Yeah, I don't. So I'm in the I'm in a big fight with them right now. I'm not happy. I'm I'm very sad, very upset with UPS right oh, now. Geez. And it's <laughs> the first issue I've had with them. So hopefully it gets resolved, but. Um, Wait,
1: how the fuck do you lose that? That's called that somebody dropped it dropped off at their it. house. Yeah, or yeah. they
2: dropped it and they're just like, mm. no, it's called
1: somebody dropped it off at their house. Probably.
2: <laughs> yeah, I um, I have, uh, hopefully, I go to a show and see it on stage somewhere and I'm like, hey. you know, I'll point it out. <laughs> hey, I know I that know one. That thing. Yeah. Well, but I, re- I already ordered another one for the customer and, you know, hopefully it'll show up and I'll deal with the those UPS. Those are yeah. super nice. So I love those guys. I own a couple of them and I've had them for a long time. When I opened this place, they were another company, right? I love what they do, and I I pick the grills, I pick the stains. I usually get them empty, and when a customer comes in and says, I have an 800, I have an old vertical input 800, I want a 212 or a 412 to go with it, this is what I like, what speakers do you recommend? I love doing that. We wire cabs up for people all the time. Usually when I get the base cabs, I'll get those loaded because, you know, I – emperor when they build their bass cabs they know better than me in terms of frequency response mm-hmm. what speakers are better in their in their enclosures, in oh, their enclosures. Feet, that's yeah, why in, in the base, in the bass yeah. cabs the guitar cabs the ones i got from them i got the first one i ever got from them was like back in like 2013 or 14 i think And it was loaded with um what did it have an eminence cannabis rex i didn't love them so i ended up selling that cab and then i got two empty ones i have a 612 from them that i ordered with two inputs so that i could run it as a 212 and a 412. so if i wanted to run two heads with it i could okay and switch between the two of them but now i just use it as you know i run my high watt with it or whatever and then i have a that has uh two alnico creams and then four heritage uh older uk made greenbacks and then my four twelve has four Celestian Alnico Golds that I got when the Alnico Golds first came out, and now I'm like, I love that cab. That's the yeah. one I bring out most of the time. That's cool. Yeah, that's and really those guys cool. are great. Like I, I work with them. I've done several pallets of those those cabs, and uh, I got a, I got more on the way. So, yes. yeah, that's probably
1: gonna be one of my one of my next investments,
2: dude. You know that cab was only eight hundred bucks. Yeah,
1: they're not too bad. From what I've seen them, I mean
2: quality. What you know it i sell this stuff every day and it's like i see a number like that i'm like this is so good this value is so good because like what pro cab of this level quality are you going to get for like eight to nine hundred bucks none yeah
1: most of the other ones are going to be like you know 1200 or not
2: yeah yeah Yeah, i love those dark glass neo cabs but they're 1200 bucks 1100 bucks Uh, they sound great but and they're light but they're a lot more money
1: uh, I play an uh, early '90s uh, SVT classic. Nice. And, uh, what uh, was it? The Dark Class Alpha Omega.
2: It's a good one. I have that pedal actually. Oh, no, the head. Yeah, the head's great. Yeah, I, yeah, when I'm that good. pedal first came out, <laughs> you know, my brother, my brother's a bass player, and I got it for him, and he like, because he has a black line SVT, an original one, and um, he's got the he's got two eight tens, and um, he only uses one when we play. Thank God. But. Um, that thing sounded like a monster. Have you ever played the duality fuzz from them? No. <laughs> so they just reissued it. It's like the it's like the clearest, most naturally compressed, tightest. It's incredible for bass. It's like the best bass fuzz made for bass I ever heard. I have other ones I like. Like we do, um, I mentioned Mask Audio before. They have a pedal called Black Math, which is sort of muff-esque, but it's got a couple different things happening with it also sounds phenomenal for bass because the tone sweep on it is so wide like you can get it to sound really tight and growly or like big and like throaty and mid-rangey it's
1: yeah. like dark glass they do a lot of really they do stuff like when they did that uh collaboration with ernie ball with mm-hmm. dark ray and had the yep. Alpha omegas inside, inside. The
2: and we it's do like, we shit. do stuff like that with built where built will, will put effects in the guitars yeah. which oh, is pretty wow. cool yeah, they do, they do some wild stuff. I just I got, thought it was
1: cool to be able to have two different distortions yeah. inside the guitar and be able to switch from clean distortion or the other distortion just by you know, turning it up. Yeah, out.
2: absolutely. And we do a lot with those guys too with Darkglass. And I love the Ernie Ball stuff. Um, yeah, we, we do a I lot with kind of like them. Ernie Ball. Yeah. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I never noticed that. That's nice. How long have you known me? Yeah, I don't know. I guess too long.
1: <laughs> 14
0: years. Yeah, it's been a while. So if
2: you're gonna have Chuck fill that in, is it you could do it as a burst or what?
1: Oh, that was that was my my first Ernie Ball that I owned exactly. Nice. But uh, yeah, that's tattoo's who's really old. It's nice and faded. Might have Chuck touch it up. He's gonna do my arm up here, I think. I just, nice. I just gotta have money. That's the, that's
2: that's the yeah, problem. That's, that's the truth. I only have one tattoo, and when everybody asks why, because I'm like an anomaly. It's like, well, anytime I had money, I spent it on pedals or guitars yeah, right. or amps, yes. like. You know, that's just how it. That's just how that my went. My problem
1: is, I save money, and then my wife's like, "Oh, we got to pay the mortgage." And then mm-hmm. my kids are like, "Oh, I need a car." And
2: well, that's important. <laughs> that's important, right? It is, right? Maybe, sort of.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Yours is still young. They get, well, they my, get more expensive as they yeah, get older.
0: I know. I've seen it. So. How old? Uh She just turned
2: eight. Wow. Mm. Imagine how much college is going to be for when she gets there. Oh my god! Yeah. Sorry, I'm not trying to depress you. Or no, no,
0: no, no. I'm right there. You're I
2: got an 18 and a 14. Yep. You're so in. It. I'm, I'm in it. Oh,
0: hopefully, it. my jubilee will be worth a lot of money. My
2: <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it'll be enough to you know pay for whatever. But. Yeah. Yeah, I love those amps. Those are great amps. It's, I got, like I said, I gigged with a seventy four JMP for years. Ah, see, I love those too. It's funny how different pedals and work well with different heads. Yeah, too. I was
0: gonna say, like, there's definitely a reaction. Like, Marshalls aren't very reactive to pedals, so especially drivers. The one thing I love, well, I mean, I love a lot about High Watt, but
2: my favorite thing is they inadvertently made the ultimate pedal platform amp. Wow. Those amps, they I tell people all the time, they tell the truth. There's no place to hide. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you're playing the if a pedal is a good pedal, if a pedal sounds good, it will sound amazing through a high watt. If it's not sound Shit. So I I gigged for years with my with the, that JMP and I had an old big box EHX graphic fuzz. It okay. was like a big muff, but it had an EQ, so you could really shape it. Nice, mm. loved it. Sound they sounded great together. When I got the high watt, I plugged it. And I was like, this sounds horrible. <laughs> like this is not very good. So then I had to go and oh, okay, okay, now like you know you go a deep dive on. That's another thing I love doing is helping people find dirts and drives and stuff. Wow. It's one of my favorites, but it's that you know because I've been on been down that road and done that journey so yep. many times you know but yeah it's it's interesting how the the combinations pair oh yeah do you use any pedals
0: i have Fuck, i can't remember my a tuner. that's good <laughs> you need that that's important I have a, Wah, a tuner and the only other pedal i use is a um mxr carbon copy no line driver oh okay whatever cool. the clean boost one nice. is um god i can't remember. 401 okay
2: clean so one? i i um i've owned this is going to be really embarrassing. I've owned probably...
0: Yeah, uh, I've been sound Soundtech.
2: 450, oh. 60 pedals in my life. I, oh. I, You know, you pare down, you sell, you get more. You know, But I have figured this out. I've had over 450 pedals in my life. I think I probably have about 120 or 130 in my collection now. I've never owned a Wah. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. It's so odd because that's usually the first pedal. Yeah, That's one of the bases. That's usually the first yeah. pedal people get. I've just never had a use for it. Although, like, there's some bands that use it that I really like. Like, I love the way some of those old 90s shoegaze bands use Wah, like Swerve Driver, the way they use the Wah and just kind of leave it cocked in that one yeah, position. and let it To get that filtered. nice bite. Mm-hmm. Yep, a filter. Yeah, I love that. But right.
0: I've never I've never owned the Wah. Somebody else just said that to me, too. They're like... You must be like one of the only people left that use a wah. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> it's like, wahs have been around we, forever. It's funny we don't we don't sell a ton of wahs, but we do sell them.
2: Like we the one we sell the most of we have the jam. Uh, it's called the Waco. The sweep on it, it is so wide. It's like. Wow. The vowels are like really accentuated with it because of how wide the sweep is. Okay. It's, it sounds really, really great, and they just somehow shaved a pound and a half off of it, which I don't know how the hell they did that. <laughs> but the old ones, like you could, you know, murder someone. Oh yeah, but hell the new yeah. ones, you just probably heard them a little bit if yeah. you had somebody
0: it. Yeah, well, a now they got the mini ones too. It's like, what's that? Those look do? so weird. I know. <laughs> I just can't. Those just don't sit right with me. I'm like, I understand the same space, but it's like
2: you're so used to seeing like a regular size sneaker. It's like it's on a size regular size, yeah, exactly. it's the size of your foot. Yeah. It looks like that's for like a toddler. Yeah, exactly. It looks so to- odd. for little people. I don't know. I, I, we do sell those a lot too because of the compactness and the way that, um, how easy they fit on pedal boards. But, um, yeah,
0: I don't know. We don't sell. I mean, waz are like probably our. I think that's like a dying thing. Like, unless you want to sit there and play Voodoo Child, like that's the only thing I can think of. A kid listening to, getting introduced to Jimi Hendrix, that's why he'll get a wah.
2: Yeah, maybe I. I have to say it's um the fun and battle with that too is always like, where should I put it? Does it because most people put it like in the beginning of their chain, and I tell people all the time like you want that fuzz hitting the wah. Yeah. You don't want the wad sound hitting the fuzz. It, mm. It'll be so much better and so much bigger sounding if the fuzz goes first. And then hits the Y after the fact. True. The
1: only rule I ever followed was the tuner goes first. That's,
2: yeah. That's the only one I've ever All right, People always ask me, too. I say there's, there's no real rules. It's a loose set of guidelines. Well, you got
0: to find each pedal's different. Are they true bypass? Right. It's and same. what I tell yeah. people,
2: too, is because I get a lot of people that get overwhelmed about this. And I tell people, like, if you just sit back for a second and just think about it like this, like this basic equation, do you want X to affect Y or do you want Y? Right to affect x mm. do you want your reverb signal to be delayed or do you want your delayed signal to hit the reverb mm. when you boil it down that simply they're lo- they're just like okay yeah i kind of understand yeah. it now. Yep. that's why there's that basic set of rules overdrives fuzzes into was or filters then into modulation then delays then reverbs yeah. you know um my only
1: thing was like said tuner first that way there's nothing yeah. During the pedal board when you turn it on it's just it's,
2: so interesting cut off. for me I always put the tuner second to last and I'll tell you why because i I use true bypass loopers so that there's nothing like when they're all off the tuner is first you're just going through these loopers where they're just there's nothing happening with them if all of them are off but i have between that and my loop my loop station or whatever might i'm start confusing true bypass looper and looper the looper that records stuff and plays yeah. it back the reason why i like to do that is because if i loop something and want to let it go and then mute the rest of the signal the tuner can mute everything kill everything yeah. going into that yeah. and then the loop will just go and i can just kind of
0: yeah you know, go that get makes sense or something it's signal flow yeah, i mean that's really, really what
2: it is so yep. And by now I'm probably boring everybody, so I'm sorry. Fuck them. Who cares?
0: <laughs> they they should us. learn. They need to learn. Um, well, they're they're seeing that when they come here, this is what they're getting. Yeah, I mean it's a, yeah. uh, it really is. It's a full service center, and I I applaud you for that because you have a good heart and you're actually like sitting there being like, man, I work 18 hours or whatever it is, but I know that person's going to be happy with whatever when they leave, and you don't get that anymore. Well, for me, it's it's it's
2: like I. I don't want to have – if I succeed or if I fail, whatever happens, I don't want to put as much effort as I possibly could into it because I'm very fortunate that I was able to do this and I recognize what an incredible opportunity I have and how the community that we've built so far and the, the new customers that I never even knew before that come to us repeatedly now and I consider them friends and family and, you know, I don't want to say – if we have to close up our store tomorrow for whatever reason, I don't want to say it's because I didn't try m- my best. You know yeah. what I mean? It sounds yeah. really, really corny, but that's the true. truth. I can't, I wouldn't be able to live with that.
1: In today's day and age, you don't really find many people that are in it like you, that are that just so passionate about it. It's just what you do. Most people would get into an endeavor like this just to make, have a business and make and make money.
2: Which is stupid because yeah. this you do not want to do this to make money. No. <laughs>
0: This, there's a lot better ways
1: to make it. <laughs> well, like I said, I, I commend you because you, you have a hell of a story here. Yeah. Like I said, just, just the way you talk about it and the passion you have behind it, it's 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 pretty awesome. Thanks,
0: man. I, I
2: really appreciate that, and I hope that comes through.
0: So we have for you uh, a website, socials. Mm-hmm.
1: Very active on Instagram.
0: Uh, yes. With
1: his Sunday PSA is uh, that he loves.
2: Yeah. No, I, that's super nerve-wracking for me to do that. I'm not <laughs> comfortable doing that at all. But it's, you know how I started doing that? I started doing that because I have the same, like – eight people asking me, like, what's coming this week? What's happening? And it's just like, all right, let me just do a video. I know they're going to watch it. Yeah. Actually, ironically, it's the same reason I do that is the same reason I signed up for Instagram in the first place before it was taken over by Facebook when it's like I don't want to text my same eight friends the same picture. So I'll just post it post and it share once, and it, and then oh, they oh, can see okay. it. Mm-hmm. It's not that anymore.
1: Like I said, I, I enjoy the little song. I appreciate it. No, it. As I've, as well.
2: I've gotten really good feedback from it. It's just – um i and i only do one take yeah. i don't rehearse again, it that's <laughs> not rehearsed it's just just like that, it live commitment as well you know yeah
1: you can see the like the passion oozing out of you when you're just talking about it, you
2: know? thank you thank you yeah i i mean my big thing with anything is authenticity and genuineness and whether it's the music you play or the what my brother really he's much smarter than i am He's um he said how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm. So I think about that, it's like don't cut corners. It's all or nothing, yeah. It's all or nothing. Very
0: cool.
1: That's awesome, man. Like I said, we, we really appreciate having us up here and- we
0: Thank got, you. we definitely gotta, gotta do a tour, show everybody uh real quick on this. Yeah, yeah we're doing it, we
2: have a little bit of construction going on right now that I haven't even shown anybody. On cool. the on the insta yet yeah, we'll, not, we'll just look, keep that we'll avoid that, out. that, out. Way that That's I want to wait I want to wait for that to be totally done before yeah, gotcha. no, before you, I you unveil You
1: that. show us what you don't want on and we'll
0: take it out yeah, Cool. absolutely all right well, we'll thank we'll you have
1: a little walk around at some point and show everybody we'll
0: what I'm gonna see what I'm gonna buy thank you so much try to buy something real quick. <laughs> Hey, you might you might have to take me home though i won't I mean, be allowed in the here house. so i guess i have to take you home no, i think he's saying the- you have to sleep he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah to i'm going sleeping, to your house go to <laughs> it's, all good. it's all good i got couches you bought a guitar what
2: <laughs> you know it's funny i put that couch there in the front mm-hmm. instead of somewhere where you can't see it in the window because i'm like i did that so i wouldn't sleep here because when i first built this i was here so much yeah it forced me to go home
1: well, yeah that had to be nights where you're just like i don't even know if i want to drive home i'm so tired yes
2: but I'm like,
0: I'm not gonna sleep in the front. middle of a big window <laughs> on the street,
2: so everybody could be like, "What is happening over there?"
0: We we'll totally have to yeah. show that. That's great. Yeah,
2: it's I fun, man. It's Maybe. fun. I love the street. I love. I love doing yeah. this. Everybody here has been. The town's been great. I said it's a really awesome little yeah. area
1: too. So you got a ton of foot traffic.
2: Yep, and I, I tell people too, like you know, I, I and honestly, like. The foot traffic is nice but i could take or leave it what i really appreciate are the people that that seek us out that come here from all over the place that come here specifically for the shop that you know see something we have online that come here to want to play it the people that you know i know when something new comes in i know they're going to want it and i give them first dibs i give them the crack at it you know whether it's limited pedals or guitars or whatever like those people that constantly not only buy stuff all the time, but share our posts again, and, you know, that kind of stuff to me, like oh, I, have a, I have one of my favorite groups of customers is I have a family, right? They just, the, the one guitar player just got into playing guitar again a couple of years ago or a year ago, whatever it was. His wife never played. His kids never played. He has a family band. They turn their dining room into... a rehearsal space and they'll do like cramps covers and stuff like that it's the coolest thing that's That's cool yeah and they you know they love it here and they come down from North Jersey and it's they're just like they're wonderful people and I'm lucky enough to have 20 of them people like that that I that I do business with that's just like if you have one group of people like that or one customer like that you're doing something right and you know I'm just glad it's resonating with people. I guess. Yeah, like I said, it when was... I
1: first reached out to him, I got Chuck. My guy Chuck had, you know, he spoke the world of you.
2: Chuck's awesome. I love Chuck.
1: Yeah, he's a good dude. Me and him are starting a little little something on the oh, side. Oh yeah. Doing a little is project that you, is
2: that is that for public consumption or? I
1: mean, it you go no. edit it. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. he'll
0: just edit it out. He's no yeah. fun. <laughs>
1: no, I'll leave it in there. I won't. I won't mention any of the other things that we kind of have going on and. We, nice. got, we got a couple leads on a couple different people to bring into the mix, and it's, it's cool. going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be something. It's going to be groovy.
2: Nice. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, guys. Yeah, it's an exclusive. Big, uh, big news here.
0: <laughs> well, I'm uh, about ready to try one of these high watts, so. Unless you guys Thanks again for else. having us, <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming up Everybody, everybody that watches it. this,
1: you know, any of our musician friends, you you, you really need to come check out yeah. this place. This guy, he's he's freaking awesome, and we really hope to collaborate with you on something in the Absolutely. future. Absolutely.
2: Let's keep in touch. Awesome, Appreciate and, uh, you.
1: We'll see you guys in two weeks.
0: alright Bye.